episode 49. What are you doing? Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hi, Elite Educators. This is Gretchen from Always a Lesson. And whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, this podcast is for you. I'm here to empower you to reach your potential. And in fact, I call you elite because only an elite educator would take time to invest in themselves by listening to a podcast like this to help hone their craft. I recently started thanking those of you who have left ratings and reviews at the beginning of my episode. And so today I want to shout out to the 129 reviews that have come in so far Thank you for letting me know what you are liking about the show and specifically how it's affecting you and what you're doing. Today's shout out goes to Jody from Women Taking the Lead. On September 6th, she wrote, This is a positive, forward thinking show committed to helping those educators who want to continue to evolve and bring their best to improve their impact on their students, their schools, and their communities. Very inspiring. Well, thank you, Jody, for pointing out those very specific parts of the show that you find to be really helpful. I also think that the messages shared here are forward thinking, that what I want to do is change our behavior moving forward, that it's not thinking about the past and worrying about the past, but changing what we're doing right now so that tomorrow is better than today. And I love that idea where you said we're evolving and us as educators are becoming better. And the whole point of that is you're right to improve our impact on students and not just the students, but also the schools and then the communities that we serve. I just want to thank you for reminding me of of that impact, that it's not just our classroom, it's not just our school, it's not just our district, but, you know, it is our community and it is everyone on social media that we're reaching out to. So teachers have an amazing opportunity to affect so many more lives than they probably even realize. And this podcast just celebrates their growth. And I'm going to steal your word again, that evolution to just improve our impact. So thanks for stopping over to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating with a specific review. I appreciate you. Today, I want to help you reignite that passion and potential by talking about altering your focus from what are the kids doing to what are the kids learning. So hang on. This is going to be one empowering ride. So you know, if you've been listening for a while, I only like to talk about things on the podcast that are happening right now. I can't just plan this amazing topic. It actually has to hit home for me. And one way I do that is really just pay attention to the world around me. And I get inspired each week by something that has happened to me personally. And that is where these podcast topics are coming from. And I hope you appreciate that That's my genuine approach to make sure that what I'm saying is applicable and that it really is something that's from the heart, something that I have an emotional connection to rather than just having to be an expert on some particular topic. 
Well, today's topic started because there was this discussion on Twitter about why we ask kids what they're doing to, you know, find out what they're learning, but it's actually an ineffective way of finding that out. And we're so focused on those tangible actions and students just retelling us what the activity is rather than just honing in on what skills and what strategies are you currently learning, really diving into the meat of what the question is asking. And it really got me thinking, why are we doing that? Why do we keep saying, hey, what are you doing? What are you working on? And then as I was kind of chewing on that thought for a bit, I then came across a tweet from a coaching consultant friend of mine on Twitter. Her name's Kathy. And she said, rather than asking students, what are you doing? Ask, what are you learning? And then she went on to say, learning is focus rather than task. I'm like, oh God, that's so Good. And that's exactly what was on my mind, but I was just having a hard time articulating and I was still grappling with it. And, you know, you start reflecting on things you've done in the past. I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a horrible teacher. How many times have I said, what are you doing? What are you working on? Tell me about what it is you're doing. And then even my admin would come in and say that to kids. And and we thought that was a good check for understanding or just to get a beat on what's happening. And, ah, I was failing my kids so bad. So my message today is really for me, and I'm going to be hollering at myself too. So please don't take it personally, but let it be a wake-up call for us all to be better so our kids can do better. So we want evidence of student learning, you know, that's work samples or products, some sort of proof that we taught something. And I was always so frustrated when kids could speak at length about what they were learning. And they would make these powerful connections to the content, but then it came time to produce something and they just got stuck. And I realized it was because I didn't give the proper outlet to unleash that creativity. I started doing more projects that had options. Well, then I took it a step further because I was realizing I need need to do more. I need to reach kids in a different way. So I said, you know what, if you have an idea that is not listed on these potential project options, just come see me, get it approved by me first. And can I tell you how many kids went off the beaten path and totally outdid themselves and my expectations by coming up with their own outcome or their own avenue to showcase their knowledge. And they were all approved because they were really thoughtful, unique ways. And that really inspired each other when they started watching oh, that's a really cool way of doing it. I never thought about that. And I can't wait to do this next time. And kids wanted to show off their learning in this way. And through that process of creating these tangible products, they learned that content so deeply. Like I can't even tell you how many times my kids talk about lessons that I had them do. And it was not something I had planned. It was always, do you remember that one time I created blank And I wish I could take credit for that, but that child came up with it on their own and tied it to the curriculum and met all the qualifications required and nailed it. And that's learning. I mean, being able to actually hold on to what you have learned at some point is important because at least for me in my educational career, so much went in one ear, out the other, or I crammed, knew it for the next 24 hours, and then I couldn't tell you a lick of it. It's like, yeah, I learned that at one time, but... I just don't remember it. And it's because we're not making the learning experience worthwhile to remember. And that's just because my focus was so outcome instead of process. 
And you know that saying, life's a journey, not a destination. And I really had to start listening to students. I had to release the reins. I had to let kids dive in deep, you know, really get to know the content so that they could use it as a foundation to kind of start shaping their perspectives. And that's what creates their knowledge base. And when my principal did ask students, what are you working on? They would 100% every single time give sequential steps of whatever activity they were working on. They answered the question, what are you doing? But did that really say that they learned something just because they could articulate what they were physically doing? And did it really even say, I effectively taught them something? I mean, just because they could, again, articulate what they were doing. There were so many clues to me that this wasn't working, but None of us were paying attention to those clues. I mean, my kids got A's. My kids would pass their standardized tests. But my kids had that little retention span of what was taught. So much so, I would have to later on give such extensive reminders of these past activities we had done just to jog their memory. And then they'd say, you know, oh, yeah, I remember we did that. And I would feel horrible, like, I thought I did a good lesson. I thought you were going to remember this, but apparently it just wasn't. It wasn't a strong enough learning experience for them to make some emotional connection for it to stay in long-term memory. And parents, you know you see that too. It's how was your day at school? Fine. What'd you learn? Nothing. And they mean it. I mean, they did things all day long, but doing things doesn't mean learning things. And how powerful could our nation be if we spent those seven hours in school making sure kids learn something, not just, you know, completing task after task after task. We've got to refocus. We have to recalibrate our brains to focus on getting kids grappling with material so that they really learn it. We make good steps with that gradual release of responsibility from I do as the teacher to we do together to you do independently And then we make strides with doing mini lessons instead of direct instruction. And then we make leaps and bounds with project-based learning, you know, really allowing students to sit in the driver's seat. But the problem is we're inconsistently doing these things. And we certainly aren't giving every child the opportunity. You know, every school has different requirements, has different teaching staff. You know, the district has its own different requirements. There's just so many variables here that not every kid is getting the opportunity to learn, really learn. We need to have a resounding change in our approach to teaching. So forget the desks, forget the rows and the glue sticks and the fun art projects. Start putting kids in one place with an exceptional teacher and just let everyone start talking That learning is going to populate from focusing on the depth of the content rather than just sitting still, filling in a worksheet, producing an exit ticket. I mean, I know you know this stuff, but have you ever gotten stuck somewhere with a kid? I mean, any place, just been in a place where you could not continue forward. Maybe you were stuck in an elevator, you're waiting in line, whatever, you're stuck. But it's the best blessing because you guys start talking and they learn about you and you learn about them. And suddenly you start talking about a million topics and you're seeing things through each other's eyes. And that child never forgets the time that you spent talking, waiting on whatever it was that was supposed to be happening. And so 
we need to translate that type of experience into the classroom. Throwing out PowerPoints, you know, start telling stories, start asking questions. You know, what if and why are powerful tools to get kids digging deeper? Let them do the research. Let them just talk. And you might think, like, we don't got that kind of time. We have these standards we have to teach. We've got curriculum to cover. I've got to check all these boxes. But what if I told you that one conversation could actually hit a buttload of standards? And you heard me. I said buttload. And I mean it. It can. When you prepare for learning, you are thinking through every question you can ask and every scenario and pathway that the discussion could go. And that takes so much time just to produce a quality lesson. But none of that time can be focused on searching on teachers pay teachers for hours, you know, trying to find the cutest activities. I mean, I've done it too. Heck, I I sell stuff on teachers pay teachers. But let's be honest, we got to do better. We have to refocus. College and career is all about learning. You know, but every experience that we're giving kids right now is not about learning. It's about doing That's called compliance. Great, you can take a test. Great, you can sign out to use the bathroom. Great, you can write your homework down in your agenda. Great, you can complete your homework five days in a row. I mean, people, what? The priority of these tasks are so low, it's outrageous to think we even spend time requiring them. I'd rather go back to every lesson I ever taught and just look at the way the textbook presented the topic, do some research on the internet for a variety of viewpoints, and then come to the discussion with that and have my kids just bring pencil and paper and sit in a circle. I'll share what I found. They make comments and ask questions based on the different viewpoints or based on the information shared and just let the discussion go. I would probably have my standards in front of me helping me kind of guide the pathway of the learning and jotting down evidence of, you know, oh, we're comparing and contrasting here and we're citing textual evidence here and we're utilizing synonyms and antonyms here. I mean, all this stuff happens at one time. That's life. College requires numerous skills to be applied at one time, not now this standard, now this standard. And work is the same. I mean, everything occurs at once. And Same thing with life. And we have to teach kids how intertwined all of these things are because that's how everything that they're learning to do is. And yeah, that's overwhelming when you're not teaching in isolation, but that's what that mini lesson is for. But that shouldn't take much longer than 10, 15 minutes. And when you're trying to hit so many things, just remember that in every subject, these kids are not just going to master standards. We want them actually learning something. They're going to learn content, but I also want them to think critically, socialize appropriately, communicate effectively, and guess what? Just become a responsible citizen, ready to take on their future dreams, whether it's work or school or life, because each learning opportunity is going to set them up to operate with unfamiliar information in a powerful way. So stop asking, what are you doing? And ask, what are you learning? And if they can't tell you, well, stop. I mean, why continue on that path if it's ineffective? Reach out to your team. Reach out to your admin. Reach out to a coach and just ask them, how can I start doing this now? Ask for support. Ask for ideas. We can do this together. 
is way too easy to slip into old habits and use lessons and materials from past years and just take those team plans and execute, but we're never making up ground. We're just slipping behind. You know, the nation's been at risk, and not just since it was written about in 1983, but every decision we make in the classroom puts our kids at risk or sets them up for success. So what kind of teacher do you want to be? Stop being mainstream. Tell yourself to step out into the unknown and figure this learning thing out. You didn't learn how to ride a bike watching a video of someone doing it and then have some safety briefing on equipment. I mean, no, you got on that dang bike and you rode and you rode and you rode until you figured out how to handle it. And every twist and turn, your body and your mind started to alter its behavior so you could remain on the bike. We got to do that with kids in the classroom. Get on the content and just start getting to know it. Let their minds adapt. You know, connections are going to form. Discussions are going to blossom. And before you know it, you're watching kids ride the waves of this rigorous content. You didn't even know that they were capable and ready to learn, let alone tackle it. It's scary to think about this new perspective. I mean, heck, I never had to teach like that. I never learned how to teach like that. I never gave my kids the shot. I'm just embarrassed thinking about where my instruction was and how much better off my kids would be now thinking about this concept of teaching them to learn. But we have the opportunity now to make changes, even though it's the end of the year. What a great time to try new things out. And we're going to do it together. So let's unite. Let's stand up together for great teaching and learning and start asking What are you learning instead of what are you doing? And forget the tasks, the assignments, the paper. Just start talking. You know, do things without directions. Grapple with it. Get frustrated. Try it again. Ask questions. Model. Then try it again. All of that creates emotional connections that allow the learning to stick long term, not just to the end of the week or to the end of the grade. I really think I'd just print out my standards, laminate them, grab a whiteboard marker, and every time in that discussion or learning experience, whatever it was, that I hit those standards, I'd just start putting tally marks. And I bet at the end of that lesson, I would be so surprised at how many things that we tackled and how deeply we tackled them. When I just really focused on what's the most important things I have to teach, it's not the content, it's the skills and it's the strategies. And you could do that with the content of life. It doesn't have to be what the textbook says or the curriculum says. I mean, get away from all of these resources that say, teach this and just think about what is it the standard wants the kids to be able to know and do. It's not specific content. It's ways of thinking And it's skills and strategies to demonstrate. But you can do those things in any subject with any content. You have to just start allowing yourself to think outside the box. Stop turning the page in the textbook going chapter by chapter. No more. That was the old you. The new you is ready to have your kids learn. And you yourself are going to learn while you're doing it. When we start seeing how intertwined learning is, we're going to realize that's what our brain is. It's a hot mess of just 
crossing wires and we're going to start teaching as if things connect to each other. You know, not in this linear fashion of Monday and Tuesday and standard one and standard two, but it's just going to be all over the place, a hot mess. Sometimes kids are going to be like, I learned so much today, I just can't even make sense of it. And sometimes we just need some reflection to get it all on paper and make sense of it. But that is what they're going to have to do when they're out in the world. So why are we not teaching them how to deal with it now? And just like most things, get your feet wet, figure it out step by step, get some good processes in place, start teaching your peers, maybe present at a staff meeting, but really watch their scores soar. And, you know, more importantly than that, your attendance levels to your class are going to skyrocket and your student engagement is going to be off the charts. No more compliance. It's time that kids started really learning and it's up to you to make that happen. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on shifting our focus and questioning from what are you doing to what are you learning. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. This podcast is sponsored by the Educators Podcast Network a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details. (laughs) 